I, I think there's so much technology now in, in this world um, with aesthetics and then also with wellness that I feel like you don't have to be a prisoner to yeah. your genetics anymore. Um, there, there really is a solution. Welcome to the Seamland Podcast. I'm your host, Seamland, and today our guest is Rochelle Brooks. Rochelle is one of the founders of the Balanced Aesthetics Med Spa. That's like a clinic that offers different kinds of wellness and longevity treatments like peptides or hormone replacement therapy. In this episode, we're going to talk about the benefits of these peptides. This episode is brought to you by Katsu Training. Katsu bands incorporate blood flow moderation training that trick the body into thinking that it's lifting heavier weights than it actually is. When traditional weightlifting requires you to reach 70 to 80% of your one repetition maximum to stimulate muscle hypertrophy, then Katsu bands achieve that effect only at 20 to 30%. So it's perfect for treating injuries or used when you don't have access to heavier weights. Research about Katsu bands also shows it lowers blood pressure, speeds up recovery from injuries, releases stem cells, builds muscle, burns fat, and prevents aging the muscle loss. These things are amazing, and I use them almost every day to recover from my heavier workouts. If you want to try out the Katsu bands, then use the code SEAM for a 10% discount at katsu-global.com. That's S-I-I-M at katsu-global.com. Rochelle, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, maybe let's start with, you know, uh, how did you get into the health and wellness field in the first place? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I've always been passionate about health and wellness and um, what wellness um, in in the category of uh, wellness supplements and peptide therapy I'm really big on um, can do to optimize the body um, and just your overall function um, and how you you know, even it goes as deep as even uh, your thinking ability, your ability to process cognitively. And so I, when I was younger, I danced um, pretty seriously. I did ballet and from 12 to about 16 or 17 um, all over the United States. And uh, we had nutrition coaches and uh, other uh, entire team basically that taught us how to um, optimize our body um, and basically perform at the highest level possible. And so I gained knowledge in nutrition there. um, And that was really the start of it. And then as I um, moved along in my career and went through college and all of that, I still had a a, a love for health and wellness and, and a belief for it, I guess, more than anything. Um, and so with that, I took that and basically uh, with my two business partners, uh, created a business out of it, incorporating both wellness and aesthetics. Um, so our whole theory is treating the patient uh, from the inside out. Um, so the aesthetics, obviously, is going to be the outside, but also gives internal confidence. And then the wellness, though, I think is really where it starts mm. on the yeah. inside. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, kind of true. Yeah, healthy, a healthy body is also, you know, usually the mental side is also going to be uh, better as a result of that. If you have like, you know, bad health, uh, generally, then your mental side is going to suffer quite a lot as well. Uh, exactly. Yeah. How does how does um, you know uh, what you know how does let's say the health and wellness field uh, square up uh, with uh, like the fat loss like the weight loss uh, field in, in terms of like popularity like one of the biggest industries in in health and health and fitness is just you know weight loss but how does uh, let's right. say this uh, wellness kind of 
match up uh, with uh, with it. Yeah, uh, especially in America, <laughs> we <laughs> yeah. have um, you know such a problem, unfortunately, with obesity. But um, so wellness is is all about um, getting your your body right internally and all of the different functions of your body and having them work in a uh, cohesive, smooth manner. Um, I guess is the simplest way to say it. Um, and really, I mean, everything starts with, with your gut um, and with gut health. Um, so when, you know, we bring a, a patient in, we don't just treat the symptoms. We re really look at the entire picture, right? So we start with what are they eating? How much water are they um, intaking a day? Uh, what supplements are they on, if any? Um, what is their living environment like? All of these play into um, the end goal, which is just to feel um, and look even just a little bit better. Um, and so we do everything from nutrition, which obviously is going to be the start of um, any weight loss journey or even just weight management. Um, and then we move from there into wellness supplements and then also peptide therapy. The peptides are a huge, um, amazing factor in the whole weight loss game. Um, unfortunately, it's it's not that well known, um, and that's because it is definitely a newer science. Um, you know, the first peptide that was ever um, that was ever extracted from the body was insulin, um, mm -hmm. and and all that a peptide is, you know, is your protein, a protein is made up of hundreds of strands of amino acids. And so pulling um, pieces of those strands out, um, each of them having different functions on what they are supposed to um, help in the body or improve um, can, can be a vital uh, weapon in someone's weight loss journey. Right. Gotcha. Yeah, you know, you know, usually uh, weight loss itself is pretty simple. Like we already know mm -hmm. what you need to do, like uh, eat a better diet, uh, eat less a little bit and uh, exercise more and uh, things like that. But yeah, well, like when it comes to like to aging and uh, longevity and vitality, then uh, there are a lot of more things that go uh, broken or go wrong in, inside the body. And yeah, like, you know, that's where just you that, that's where usually like the, uh, let's say, the fundamentals, the easy things uh, may not uh, right. make the cut, so to say. Like, and yeah, I'm also like paying attention to this um, peptide uh, fields and it's quite interesting. You can see that it uh, has like some pretty um, big breakthroughs or at least like very promising uh, research about, about, about them. Absolutely. I mean, so your body produces peptides anyways. So um, all that the science is, is just pulling out fragments um, of these amino acid chains um, and then utilizing, re-injecting them into your body and utilizing them so that um, your body is functioning at its highest capacity. But there's peptide therapy for everything from weight loss to sexual wellness, hair growth, um, you know, aesthetics, so collagen reproduction, um, you know, growth hormone obviously is going to be your biggest and probably most well-known uh, peptide, IGF-1. Uh, um, but there are 
so, so many of them. And there are more every day that are coming out. Um, but, you know, finding the science behind it, and, and I guess the, the hard part is finding the stability. Um, right. So you have to, you know, not only learn exactly what fragment to pull out to treat what condition, you have to figure out the stability behind it. Um, and only then is it introduced to clinicians to treat their patients with. But yeah, I mean, it's, there's, there's peptides, I mean, intermittent fasting, I'm really big on that. Um, so that's something that I live by. And it really changed my life because it just completely took away brain fog. Um, I was mm. able to uh, just function at a higher level from everything from cognitively to physically. Um, my sleep improved. So I'm, I'm huge on that. I say, you know, always start with intermittent fasting and then move into your wellness supplements and your peptide therapy. Um, right. as you get, I will say like the first, you know, Oh, I, I want to say even as long as like the first three months of, of doing the intermittent fasting was, was tough for me. Um, but then, you know, once I, once I got over that hurdle, uh, I'm just, I, I love it. I'm, I'm mm. obsessed <laughs> with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm also loving it. That and it's uh, is one one of the let's say easiest uh, things to do in the beginning, and is right. one also one of the most natural ways of kind of help, helping with the longevity and the um, anti aging of the body. Uh, That's it, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But maybe let's talk a bit about the peptides. Uh, so, what, what are let's say the most common peptides or the most popular ones uh, out there? Yeah. So. Um... There are so many, but let's start with, I guess, the, the most mainstream one. So um, IGF-1, you know, that's a growth hormone. So that's going to help with um, really just getting your body back to um, homeostasis. Um, it helps with inflammation. It helps with anti-aging. It helps with sleep, um, pretty much anything and everything that you can think of. Um, because as your body ages, then your cells obviously deteriorate and um, re-injecting these peptide fragments um, really do help to, um, to stabilize the cells, to uh, even create new cells. Um, the two that I am on um, right now, and some peptides, you know, you, you do take um, systemically, other peptides you take, um, you know, once a month for 10 days and then you come off them so they're all different but um my two of my favorites are tb500 and dpc157 um dpc157 originally was um was indicated to treat um gastric problems um, since then, we found that it not only helps with um, gastric issues, but any sort of tissue, um, even aside from connective tissue, I mean, it even helps with um, your brain, all, all sorts of different things, but uh, healing. So that's a huge healing peptide. And, um, you know, all the aging really is, is your body breaking down, deteriorating. And all that healing is, is the recovery of that. So you always want to, to be um, on any sort of peptide that's going to help with healing. So BPC, that's 157. Um, that's one of my favorites. The TB500 is also another one that's great. It's great for um, joint, um, for muscle recovery, for um, even your, your skin, your nails. I mean, it's a great healing peptide. So I actually um, 
the vial that I have is a combined TB500 and BPC157. Um, and I inject 20 units of that um, Monday through Friday to five days a week. Um, and I started to see the effects of that after about two weeks. Um, and as you continue on it, then it just continues to heighten the effects and it gets better and better. Um, another one of my favorite um, peptides is, and this one is great because it helps with, um, it, it helps you to tan without having to be exposed to the sun. Right. It also can prevent you from uh, burning. Um, but that one is um, melanotan. And that that's just a, a great, I love that peptide. Um, you know, aesthetically, of course, for for aesthetic reasons, I love it um, because anyone loves to have a good glow about them at all times. But it does so much more than that as well. Um, it helps with your cognitive function. It helps with your sleeping. Um, although I don't suggest to take that at night, obviously. That's going to be one that you want to take in the morning. Um, and then it also um, can even help with um, preventing you from burning and can help with um, sunspots and age spots as well. So um, that's a really big one for us. Um, another one, PT-141. So um, that one actually does tan a little bit if you take enough of it. Um, but its primary indication is actually um, for um, sexual wellness. Mm. So whereas, you know, let's say Viagra and some of the pharmaceuticals that are treating basically uh, just just the actual um, organ and it's not doing anything in your uh, nervous system, PT-141 is um, actually acting on your nervous system. So you're getting more to the root of the problem. Um, so it's not just essentially treating the plumbing, it's actually enhancing um, overall sensation. Um, and right. so that one, I mean, I feel like PT-141 has saved marriages. So <laughs> I love that one as well. But yeah, those are probably my, my four favorite, TB-500, BPC-157, um, Melanotan, and PT-141. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. There are definitely much more that are out there. And uh, those are also one of the, let's say, more frequent ones that I've heard about. And like the BPC-157 uh -huh. BPC is, um, I think, the one most, most popular that I've seen like all the time people talk about. And it is, you know, mostly yep. with like these tendons and ligaments, uh, nagging, nagging injuries, as well as like the gut health. Um, yeah, and... that, definitely gut. And, and like I said, you know, at the beginning, I believe that everything starts in the gut. So anything that treats the gut, I think is, is always going to be a plus for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. It... And that actually is one that you can take orally as well. So mm -hmm. a lot of peptides, um, they have to be injected subcutaneously. Um, them cutaneously and BP157, BPC157, you actually can uh, take an oral form. So for anyone that wants to start on peptides, but they don't want to commit to the injecting themselves yet, which honestly, it's a small insulin uh, syringe. It, you know, it's, it's not crazy. It doesn't mm. hurt. Um, I think it's just a mental thing that people have to get past, but I would say start with the oral BPC-157 and then move up from there. 
Mm, right. So the BBC um, is itself also like a natural uh, compound that your body produces. It's a body protective uh, complex and exactly it has the similar rejuvenative effects and the regenerative effects. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, all of these peptides you're, are produced in your body anyway, naturally. Um, so all that you're doing is just pulling the, the good stuff out um, in a concentrated form and then re-injecting it to your body so that your body is uh, using it um, at a more optimal level. Hmm. Yeah. I've also tried to uh, search online, like, how does your body produce this uh, body protective complex itself? Like, what, what, when does it do it? Uh, what activities actually promote it or something? Uh, like, what, what are some of the, do you know, like, what are natural yeah. ways of uh, pushing it? <laughs> yeah. So, do you mean, like, are there any na- uh, ways to, like, naturally yeah. up that production? Uh, yeah. I, I know it's, I know it was, like, uh, isolated from uh, stomach acids or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, when, when does your body produce it uh, naturally? Right. Well, so I know, you know, with growth hormone, um, your growth hormone is most active at night. So anytime you're doing a growth hormone, such as IGF-1, um, that's one that you want to take at night right before you go to bed, um, because it's going to then act on um, the natural growth hormone inside of you when it's uh, most active. Um, with BPC, um, so I take that in the morning uh, with my TB500. Um, to be honest with you, because I'm not a clinician, I don't want to speak too much on, you know, the exact like dosage or, or when you should be taking it. Um, but we, you know, we tell most of our patients to, you know, do that BPC and then also TB in the morning. Um, it's not going to be harmful if you do it at night. Um, you know, I don't think it's, it's anything that like works on, you know, with the circadian, uh, or anything like that but at the same time you know mm, yeah right i would also i would also yeah, suspect that maybe taking it in the fastest state like on an empty stomach uh, w- would make the most sense because you know if you're fasting then your uh, ph and the gut also drops a little bit and uh, maybe that you know also helps with the, like the natural uh, creation of this uh, mm-hmm. at least I'll, yeah I'll definitely <laughs> De- definitely. I mean, so so it's it's subcutaneous, um, most of these peptides, but like for the BPC-157, uh, yeah, I mean, that definitely, um, because your pH level and, and everything is altered when you're fasting, yeah, I definitely think that that, that would be, and I'm do, I fast anyway every day, so mm-hmm. when I take my peptides, I already am, but yeah, I know that's definitely something that, that would help. Mm-hmm. I also saw on your uh, on the uh, spas website that uh, BPC helps with also like uh, dopamine and uh, serotonin and GABA. So uh, do you know oh, yeah. what, what is the kind of mechanisms or how does it do it? Yeah, I think because um, you know a lot of that is is actually produced like serotonin is actually you know in produced in your gut. So it's it's basically just like if you were to. Um, go into a room right and there's Mm -hmm. clutter everywhere and it hasn't been dusted or cleaned in a while um and then you put an air freshener in it you know the clutter and the dirt is all still going to be there right um but bpc actually helps to declutter essentially um and to just give you overall better gut health so that serotonin can be uh produced at a a higher level, it is used better in the um, body, has higher bioavailability, 
um, when you ingest the BPC. So yeah, I think it's, it's all about, you know, you guys start with a, a clean foundation. Um, I mean, if, if you're eating highly processed foods, if you're not drinking water and then you're injecting peptides, you're not going to have the same results because it's just, it's not the same foundation. You need to, you know, really get to the root of the problem and detox your body, get your gut health right, and then go from there. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you would see more results uh, by doing that. Yeah, for sure. But, but you, you may be seeing like some minor improvements because of the peptides still have like an effect on your system, but your, uh, right. your, your threshold is going to be lower compared it's- to you optimizing the fundamentals at first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Do you, so if it has like an effect on serotonin and uh, dopamine, so do you notice like a difference in like your moods or uh, mental well-being or something? Definitely, definitely. Um, so I've actually, I, I've struggled with um, severe anxiety and uh, clinical depression since a very young age. Um, I was officially or properly diagnosed when I was 15 years old. Um, so wellness was something that I, it was kind of almost mandatory, right? You know, I had to, to really figure out, okay, when do I feel the lightest? When do I feel the most connected to my self, my true self? When do I feel um, the happiest and just most content? And um, it was trial and error until about my mid twenties, honestly. Um, And so, you know, it's, if you are, if you are clinically diagnosed or even just have symptoms of any sort of mental illness, I think that wellness is a huge place to start. Most people just go straight towards Western medicine, pharmaceuticals. Um, And I think that if they were just to take a step back and evaluate their lifestyle um, or even just what food they're putting in their body, um, that would be a much greater starter starting point than going straight to a pharmaceutical medication. Now it's that it's not that I don't believe in those. I, I absolutely do. Um, but I think that they, they have a higher bioavailability and just your overall well-being is much better if you start internally. Um, but a lot of people don't want to do that because you know they want a quick fix, right? Yeah. And wellness takes work it takes commitment um it takes research and education and you really have to find uh you know the right clinicians the right clinics that know how to really assess you as a individual and not group you into uh everyone else without with the same symptoms you know Mm -hmm. because every person truly is different so I think that because wellness is, it's a journey, it never ends. Um, it's a commitment you have to make every single day. Um, I think that that's hard for people to do. And I think, you know, if it were as easy as taking a pill, like a pharmaceutical, then everyone would be um, all about wellness. But because it takes a lot of work personally, um, you know, it's unfortunately not as, as popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're completely right, right. And uh, it's very hard to you know um, heal or get well if you're 
like uh, I don't know uncomfortable in your skin or you if you have like bad uh, relationship with yourself so you, you almost have to kind right. of uh, you almost have to kind of have the mindset and uh, your relationship with yourself uh, covered first before you can start to make the uh, health journey because you know once you have those like the mental side well then uh, it's easier also to make decisions because you're like you said earlier like you're more uh, let's say gravitated towards your true self or the uh, the self that is you know wants to wants you to be well whereas if you're having you know toxic relationship with yourself then you're going to have more automatically right. uh, let's say worse decisions for yourself and you're going to basically you know have take take like the wrong path if that makes sense yeah, absolutely. And it's basically just, you know, if you if you don't know what your beliefs are, if you don't know who you are, if you don't deal with your inner turmoil from your past, from your childhood, um, then it, it, it doesn't ever go away. You can suppress it, but um, it definitely starts there. And if you don't know what you think and then everyone else's opinion and everyone else's um, you know, is they're all going to steer you in the direction that works for them, not mm. that works for you. And yeah. so you really need to get, yeah, in touch with your internal self. I've been doing a lot of uh, self-reflection lately, um, just because, you know, opening up, you know, my business, our business is only, it's under a year old. Um, and there's a lot of stress that comes with that. And, um, with that stress, um, a lot of times comes the loss of self. Um, and so I've been doing a lot of self-reflection recently, trying to get back to, um, you know, my inner child and, and myself. And when I say self, I don't just mean, mean like me, obviously, I mean, like, the, the true self, the soul that, um, that the decisions that I make should be made from, not from, you know, everyone else's opinion. Um, and then me just kind of taking and choosing and pulling and not really sure and being all over the place. So mm. I think you're absolutely right with that. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And Wellness the, uh, starts with the soul. <laughs> yeah. And the gut health helps, helps with it. <laughs> absolutely. Yes. <laughs> find your soul and then find your gut health. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe let's talk about melanotin as well. Uh, so how, how can you get, you know, tanned um, without actually, you know, getting exposed to the sun? Then? Yeah, so, well, it actually even, you know, helps to prevent um, from from burning or from um, the melatonin, you know, forming a dark spots or sunspots, age spots um, on you, which is amazing. Um, so you know, the science behind it, you know, I, I don't want to go too much into that. Um, because uh, to be honest with you, I, I don't feel like I would be um, an expert enough about the, the internal actual workings of the science. Um, all that I know is the results that I see um, and the results are pretty significant. I mean, and so that prep pad is great because you know everyone wants uh, instant gratification, right? And that peptide is one that you can actually see. You don't mm. just feel it, you actually can see the results. Um, and so your skin just has an overall glow to it. Um, it does absolutely, you know, tan you more, which is great. So you're not exposing yourself. But I, sun exposure is a funny thing because I absolutely believe that you need vitamin D. I think it's one of the things that we lack the most, or it may be actually what 
humans today do lack the most um, is vitamin D. So I 100% love vitamin D and think that it's something that everyone should get each and every day in the morning. Um, but I do think it should be done cautiously um, and not be something where you bake in the sun. So, you know, a peptide like, um, like um, the, the, the tanning peptide is definitely going to help with uh, not feeling the need to go to the tanning bed or stay out in the sun and sunbathe um, when you know that you can get results that are even better than that um, aesthetically without having to put your your skin through that right right yeah 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 that's you know there's always you know the sun it's the sun exposure uh sunlight uh, uv radiation it is still like you know damaging the, the skin as well and you know in excess and you mentioned earlier as well that aging is just the the accumulation of this damage and uh, not right. enough uh, repair so yeah everything can be uh too much uh for sure exactly yeah anything done in excess is definitely not good uh, but what about the growth hormone um, peptides? So I think one of them is uh, ipramorelin, if I'm not ipramorelin, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, ipramorelin. Yeah. So that's that's a really popular uh, peptide. Actually, we prescribe that a lot, um, and because that that peptide is good really for anyone. Um, so if you have someone who's 30 years old and they just want to um, to preventatively um, work on themselves aesthetically and then also um, physically. Um, it's a great peptide to put someone on. And then also, you know, if you're 60, 65 years old, um, at the same time, it's it's going to be highly effective for you as well and help with, you know, uh, replacing cells that are damaged um, or deteriorating. And so that is a great one because that growth hormone helps with so many things from weight management is a big one. Um, so it definitely helps with that, um, helps with cognitive function. It helps with um, just the pharmacokinetics uh, of your body, how your body processes um, any of the supplements that you take. Um, it'll complement that really well. So that's a great one because it's really one for everyone. Hmm, right. Yeah, that's one, one of, of the, the first ones that we prescribe usually, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like one of, one of the biggest things that also drops with age is uh, these um, growth hormone and uh, the other like anabolic hormones like testosterone and right. uh, one also go go down. And right. with, with that, you have just uh, like lackluster repair. And uh, yeah, like growth hormone itself isn't like a muscle building hormone, but it does help you to prevent you from losing muscle. Uh, so that's you know a good thing exactly. with age with age like you um it's harder to maintain muscle mass because you have like this uh, downward trend of this uh, anabolism that's right that's right yeah and we we actually do testosterone replacement therapy here um and so a great complement to that treatment is definitely uh the Morland. we actually do a peptide so cjc uh, 1295 um and that definitely helps with not only um I don't want to say weight loss, weight management, um, mm. but it also helps with, yes, muscle growth. Um, so doing testosterone replacement treatment, TRT, um, combined with um, a peptide like CJC, um, you're really going to have great results in a, a quicker amount of time than if you were just doing, let's say, um, TRT treatment. 
Mm -hmm. Right, right. Uh, and yeah. with with the uh, growth hormone uh, peptides, it's uh, better to take them like then at night or? Yes, definitely, definitely. Yeah, so that one you always want, any growth hormone you always want to take at night because that's when your actual um, natural growth hormone inside of you is most active. So you want to be, um, it wants to be basically it's running buddy, right? So you don't want to go on a, on a run alone. You always want to have a running buddy um, mm -hmm. to motivate you and to get you to run longer distances and faster, right? Um, so taking a growth hormone um, peptide at night is definitely going to be your, your best bet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like the uh, naturally uh, up to like 70 to 80% of the growth hormone is produced in the, the first half of the night. So uh, yeah, like exactly. if you're, that is more, more, more logical time to also kind of take it then. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll even, I mean, I, I take, you know, when I was doing growth hormone, which I'm, I'm off right now, but when I was doing growth hormone, um, I was taking it not even like just in the evening, I was taking it like beside, um, you know, would get it off the fridge and would, um, have it beside my bed and take it just right before I went to sleep because you're absolutely right it's the first half of the night yeah that you're asleep are there any other like uh, anti-aging peptides that you uh, provide I, I heard like epithalon is also one of them one of them yeah so we we do prescribe that one um a good bit as well um usually your anti-aging ones we like to do in in combination with um, some of the other ones, um, you know, in, any of the growth hormones, we definitely want to do. Um, and then we will do, um, yeah, um, epithelin and then, um, I'm trying to think of that. It just skipped my mind, but the other one, we prescribed that one got probably two or three times a day. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Sir, but, Sir um, <laughs> Yeah, so Moreland, that, that's a big one as well. Yeah. Um, so those are great for, um, let's say, mid-40s to mid-50s um, is probably going to be your target audience for that. Um, at the same time, you're talking about anti-aging. Um, so anything preventative is great. So, um, I mean, I, I definitely take... Um, Samoralin, but I do that um, not year round. I do that, um, you know, on some, off some, um, and for a certain amount of of time, but not fully all the time, right? Um, and that's just preventative, really, for me, um, because it's going to help to repair your cells. It's going to help with your skin elasticity, collagen production, um, cognitive ability. I mean, really just everything. Um, so those are, yes, definitely great ones for anti-aging. Hmm. I, I saw that the um, epithelon uh, helps with uh, deep sleep and melatonin especially, which is, you know, really important for just slowing down the aging process. Yeah, that's the problem. A lot of people, you know, they think that they're getting um, deep sleep. I would say productive sleep um, hmm. is what I call it. But um just because they're in the bed maybe for eight hours, right? But they actually aren't getting a full productive sleep cycle um, most nights. Um, a lot of um, our patients come in with that problem. Um, 
they are never well rested. They can't, they don't have enough energy to go through the day. They have no idea why they're like, I'm getting in bed at 10 PM. I'm waking up at 7 AM. I don't understand. And the problem is, is yeah, that um, they aren't actually getting productive sleep when they are asleep um, or when they think that they're asleep. Um, So peptides are great, great, great for that Um, because your sleep, I mean, that's, that's a really good point that you bring up. Your sleep is really the start of everything. If you can get your sleep cycle right, then um, your your aging is going to decrease. Your collagen production is going to uh, go up. Your cognitive ability is going to increase all of that. And, and that all stems from sleep. So um, Epiphone is definitely one that um, is great for helping with sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's also um, helps with te- telomerase, so rejuvenates the telomeres. Yeah, yeah, and usually most people start because of the telomeres. Um, that's you know the the most uh, I guess active research that there is out there about it. Um, but yeah, I I, I personally, um, I mean, I think that that's one that, and they say that you should do that, you know, um, ten days out of the month and then come off. I think that you can do that peptide year round and be totally fine um, or, or have increased even um, effects from that. So I would even suggest doing that year round. I mean, there's, I, I don't see a reason to, to only give yourself that piece of candy, you know, if you know that you found a golden gem 10, 10 days out of the month, I think it's something you can do year round, but yeah, um, it, it's, most popular because of telomeres and um you know receptors and and all of that fun science but just like for the general public i would say if you're looking for something that helps with sleep and also helps you um with anti-aging then um epiphone is going to be your primary peptide that you want to go through for that mm. is there like any research about uh maybe like some to do these peptides have like potential side effects, um, you know, and be, not besides just the peptides, but the uh, hormonal response that they create, like, you know, maybe excess growth hormone can, can be like bad or excess IGF-1 usually is associated with like cancers or such, something as well as like telomerase, like too much telomerase can also be, uh, you know, lead to some cancers in some like studies, but is there any research about peptides uh, potentially causing that? Yeah. I mean, peptides, in in general um, are very safe. I mean, it's something that your body naturally produces. If you go to the right clinic, then they're going to dose you properly. Mm-hmm. Um, your source is very important. Um, we use a really good compounding pharmacy. We did a lot of research before we chose the pharmacy that we use. Um, so you definitely wanna have a really good source. You wanna know exactly what's in it um, and make sure that it's pure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, the research I feel like um, is is a little skewed if, you know, when it does say that peptides aren't good for you or that it can cause cancer, you know, I've seen that out there before, but I think it's just, it's, you, you have to do the research on one source, right? Because if you get um, one of your peptides, let's say from one compounding pharmacy and then another one is from a different manufacturer, then these two, even though they hold the same name, could be completely different compounds. Um, and so really the research needs to be done like 
per, I would say, even compounding pharmacy rather than putting it all together in a group. I think that's where it gets, you know, some of the negative outcomes. Um, But, you know, if your dosing is correct, it is, you know, peptides are not harmful. They're definitely more helpful than harmful. Mm -hmm. Again, you know, I'm, I'm not a clinician, so I don't want to say like, oh, you know, that there's never a case where, you know, maybe the source was wrong or the dosing was wrong for that person. But in general, peptides are a very good thing for you, not bad. Mm. Yeah, like I, I, that's that's a good, you know, point to remind people that um, you should, you know, work with a medical professional who knows, uh, who knows the compounds and also knows, you know, how to appropriately dose you and uh, how to cycle off, et cetera, et cetera. Because, yeah, like if you, because you like you, you shouldn't be actually, uh, as I understand, that they shouldn't be taken without like the medical uh, supervision and without medical like allowance or something. That you need you need to be doing them uh, with a medical professional in the first place. <laughs> so you shouldn't be like uh, absolutely. You shouldn't start to dose it uh, at your home or something. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, the, uh, it kills me. You know, like the ordering of peptides online that it's becoming, I guess, a trend now, I hate to say, but that that's scary. So that is scary. No, you should definitely go to um, a hormone clinic or a wellness clinic and, and seek um, medical advice. And, you know, you need to, to have your blood work drawn first, you need to get those results back and see what levels your body um, is at to start. Um, and then absolutely, because you're, you're, medical facilities um, are definitely going to have, um, hopefully, let, let me say this, are hopefully <laughs> going to have, um, you know, a source that they've looked into and that they trust. Um, and they're going to know that, that those peptides are pure. And so um, you, your adverse effects um, coming from a medical provider prescribing you peptides and um, that being done after your blood work is done and all of that is going to be way lower than if you're just, you know, mm-hmm. ordering offline or, or something like that. Because, yeah, I mean, dosing is important. Um, you know, your starting point where your levels are with your labs is important. All of that needs to be taken into account. Yeah. Yeah. Everything should have uh, like a reason to take. Like if you don't have like any injuries or something, then taking a PPC may not be <laughs> may not be worth it. <laughs> yeah or yeah i mean you know bpc is great for gut health as well but yeah like tv 500 for instance you know um it that helps with injury and healing and it's great you can actually like inject that like right into the actual injury you know like tennis mm-hmm. elbow a lot of athletes do that um but yeah i mean that that's the thing and and you want to be on one that's going to give you the highest effect for you specifically so you don't just want to you know say oh i want this peptide you want to have someone advise you on it so that you actually see the full effects um because that's what your body is lacking or what your body is needing um and then you know peptides i think if, if people did it that way and did it the proper way then they would be a lot more popular than they are even now because i think people get up on peptides too soon um, because they're not on ones that they need right now or they aren't on ones that have the proper or they aren't dosed properly you know there's a a bunch of different variants but yeah 
go to a medical provider, get your blood work done, and then get on um, a, a pure um, peptide from a great source and you'll be golden. Mm, yeah, for sure. And what is, uh, what is uh, the, uh, let's say, good age to start uh, using them? Like, you know, maybe like in the 40s or something. Uh, like I would imagine like the young people usually don't need it. Yeah, I mean, I so I started using, I'm 32 now, I started using peptides um, about a year and a half ago. Um, I think that they're beneficial to um, all ages. I mean, even in your mid-20s, I would say that peptides are great to start there because it's not going to harm you, it's only going to help. And, you know, if you start to get into the habit of, this being part of your wellness journey at a younger age, then you're going to more than likely stick with it and continue with it. It's harder to change habits. It's harder to introduce things into your body um, the, as you age and as you get older. So, I mean, definitely, I would say in your 30s, you need to be on a peptide regimen. But I would even say in your um, you know, mid-20s, that's absolutely fine to start then as well but definitely 40s definitely 50s for sure absolutely right, right. so it, it isn't like uh, trt that um, that your if you start taking trt then your natural testosterone uh, stops uh, right. working uh, so it's not like that no 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 it's not like that at all your body's still going to produce um or already has you know produce the peptides that it has and the proteins so it it would be you know, just like if you, so all the peptides are, are chains of amino acids pulled from a protein, right? So let's say that you um, wanted to become a vegetarian at 40 years old and you had been eating protein your entire life, you know, okay. you still want to, you still want to get the protein somehow. Um, but it, it, it's, you know, it, it's definitely not where you're, you know, with, with TRT, yeah, that's, it's almost replacing um, the production of the um, of testosterone. So your body learns to depend on the, the actual injection rather than your body having to produce it on its own. It's not like that with peptides. Okay, gotcha. Uh, what, what, what kind of other uh, treatments do you have in your uh, spas and clinic? Yeah. So we do everything from body contouring um, to Botox and fillers. So that's definitely on the aesthetic side. Um, we do um, a lot of laser treatments. Um, so that's great for um, aging, um, for sunspots, for acne, for uh, fungus removal. Uh, you know, I mean, there's laser treatments for, for anything and everything, really. Uh, but lasers, lasers are great because they, um, most of the laser treatments work on a cellular level. So it's actually penetrating through the um, epidermis to a deeper level. Um, so you're actually having cells turn over and rejuvenate um, at a faster rate um, with consistent treatments. And so uh, laser treatments and peptides, I mean, that is like the golden uh, ticket. That's, that's what you want to be doing because then you're, you're doing the internal work and you're doing the aesthetics work. But um, one of the, we recently just brought in um, a service. So it's a radio frequency fat elimination uh, machine and it actually uh, permanently removes fat cells 
Um, mm -hmm. Studies have shown with this machine, 23% um, for each treatment. Um, and the radiofrequency part of it actually tightens the skin. So it's not only removing the fat cells permanently, but simultaneously it's tightening the skin. So that's a really popular treatment um, that our patients swear by and just love because, um, you know, those stubborn areas um, that you diet, you exercise, I hate the word diet, you have the right nutrition um, uh, plan and you exercise and you do your peptide therapy and you do your wellness supplements and all those good things that you need to be doing, but you still have those stubborn um, pockets of fat cells that you can't seem to get rid of. And we now have, you know, technology that is able to rid those for you. So why not take advantage of that? So I'm, I love um, that treatment that we have. Yeah. What, what if you uh, kill all the fat cells? Like if you go 100%. Right. So it's funny when we were actually, I, I was the, the guinea pig uh, for training when we first got that machine in. Um, it's by a company called QTR and it's True Sculpt ID. Um, but I was the guinea pig and I wanted to um, actually do the treatment during the training when we had the trainers fly in on the side, my hips basically. Um, and the trainer, she, um, she's wonderful. I love her. She's trained us on all of our QCR machines, but, um, she was like, no, Rochelle, no, I, I don't know. Are you sure that you want to do stuff? Because you, you might like that curvy look a couple of years down the road and you don't want to permanently, you know, get rid of those fat cells where you can't ever, um, have that curve again. And so, yeah, it, it does permanently remove it, which is great. Um, in certain areas but mm. yes you definitely want to be cognizant of right. of what areas you're doing it in mm. and yeah maybe maybe like in a few decades or something there's gonna be this massive famine or like a zombie apoc apocalypse so you actually need to be fed so <laughs> <laughs> right exactly exactly yeah. uh, i also get a lot of uh, questions about like hair loss and things like is there any like treatment mm. uh, to you know help with that or actually help with the hair growth uh Absolutely. Yes. Um, so PRP, um, so all, all PRP stands for is platelet rich plasma. Um, and so we actually, um, draw your blood and then we spin it down and we pull the plasma out and then we inject that into the scalp. Um, and that's a highly effective treatment because the plasma then it um, goes into the scalp and basically um, wakes your hair follicles up um, and helps them to um, come back through the surface. Um, so it doesn't, PRP doesn't work, you know, if, if there is no hair in the hair follicle anymore. Um, a lot of times it's just that the hair follicle is stuck underneath the scalp and can't get through. So PRP is a great treatment for helping that um, to come actually through the scalp and restores the hair and i mean you see results after just one treatment but um after three treatments you definitely see significant results um so we do have a lot of men and women uh recently that come in for prp uh treatment for hair loss specifically so we have an entire you know hair restoration program 
And there are even, you know, some peptides that you can inject like directly into the scalp too, Mm -hmm. uh, like TB500 that helps with uh, hair growth and healing. Um, So PRP combined with um, a peptide that helps with hair loss is just, it's the perfect, it's the perfect combination. Hmm. Well, yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah. Usually, usually it's like a lot of like genetics uh, when it comes to hair loss and things. But uh, yeah, like when you get older, usually when uh, after a certain age, that's the this hair loss that begins. For if you have like the genetic predisposition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think there's so much technology now in in this world um, with aesthetics and then also with wellness that I feel like you don't have to be a prisoner <laughs> yeah. to your genetics anymore. Um, there, there really is a solution. Um, it's just about taking the time to find the right um, wellness clinic, the right aesthetic med spa, um, where they are knowledgeable, they have the right team of experts, and they're able to, um, to guide you, really, um, you know, to coach you along the way. Um, and so it's, and, and, you know, it's, it's, there's so much research and there's so much education that has to go into it. Um, so it is a constant journey that you agree to take with the patient. Um, but at the same time, it's so rewarding to see the results, the confidence restored, them have the motivation again to do the things that they haven't done in years or, you know, everyone has their own story, but it's just, it is, it really is the most rewarding business possible mm-hmm. yeah, or yeah. out there. Yeah. Uh, like, have you, um, you know, also, uh, in, are you, have you been interested in like stem cells or something? Because that's also very uh, popular in this uh, field. Yeah. So uh, we do regenerative medicine for sure. Um, and that's something that um, is highly effective. Um, there's a bunch of different types of um, regenerative medicine therapies. Um, So it's something that we are um, currently, you know, doing our research on. We want to make sure that anything that we bring in, that we um, are making sure that it is absolutely safe, um, that our our team is fully trained on it, that our doctors um, are 100% backing it. So it's something that we are currently researching and looking um, more into because, you know, you you do want to be careful with some of the stem cells and things like that, just because, you know, the FDA as well, you know, has (laughs) some approved, some not approved. So um, that's a tricky topic, but it's definitely one that um, I think we're going to see start to, to come to the surface more and more with a lot of of these clinics and um definitely something that we're we're definitely interested in and looking deeper into now hmm. yeah it's almost like if it starts to work too well then the fda is going to crack, crack crack down and uh, inter, inter, intervene <laughs> right. and so it has to be like you know somewhat good uh, but not uh, really good <laughs> yeah yeah i know like the fda i believe recently um really something that intervenes so iv um stem cells or you know not approved so you know there's other ones that like morton's jelly um and things like that that are topical that um are approved and are okay um but 
yeah, you know, the, the FDA here, man, <laughs> you just never know with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, listen, uh, great talking with you. And um, before I ask my last question, uh, where can people learn more about you yeah. and your work? Yeah, absolutely. Well, so we actually even have a wellness uh, quiz on the homepage of our website. Um, so if they'd like to go there, um, it's just about a five or six question quiz. Um, we do telemedicine appointments. So from those answers, we can have um, our wellness director or one of our clinicians contact you. Um, and from there, basically um, guide you in a wellness treatment plan. Um, or even at the very least, you know, just give you some more information um, on, you know, some tips, you know, at the very least, whether or not you you decide to become a patient of ours or not. Um, but that's going to be at um, www.balanced with a D, aesthetics, so that's A-E-S-T-H-E-T-I-C-S, medspa.com. Um, and then that's also our Instagram handle. If you want to follow us on there, it's at Balanced Aesthetics Med Spa. And um, yeah, so we're, we're very active on Instagram and TikTok and LinkedIn and Facebook. Um, and then we keep our, our website up to date with um, all of the information and services. So, um, you know, we're in, we're open door policy. So any questions, um, you know, feel free to call or email or shoot us a message on social and we'd be happy to answer them for you. Yeah, we're going to put all the links in the show notes. And uh, my last question is, uh, what's this one piece of advice or a habit that you wish you adopted sooner? I wish I would have learned sooner um, that I didn't know everything. <laughs> no, um, um, I, I think I wish I've learned, I wish that I would have learned sooner um, the strength that the mind has um, and even more so into that, um, how to use your mind for your benefit um, rather than let it be used against you. Um, I think your mind's a very powerful thing. It's the most powerful weapon that any person possesses and you um, can, you know, subconsciously use it to unfortunately uh, destroy yourself or you can use it positively to um, become everything that you've wanted to be in the world and more. So I would say the strength of the mind and how to use it is something that I would have, I wish I would have learned maybe in my teens or early 20s rather than uh, mid 20s to 30s. Yeah, it's yeah. uh it's a uh, powerful, yeah, that you know, your mind it's always gonna do something and you know whether or not it's gonna work for you or against you, yes, it depends on you know, how how well are you able to control it. Right, absolutely. Exactly, exactly. Right. Well it was uh, great talking with you and uh, yeah, looking forward to your future work. Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you for the time.